Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by Culture NL Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Culture NL Libraries podcast For the Love of Books. My name is Chris Wilson and I'm the e-services librarian for Culture NL. And what I want to do is welcome you to an episode which is going to be all about our online book club on Facebook, um, which has been running now for just about two years now, I think it is. Um, and what I was going to do was run through what we have read this year. So this episode is going to be called A Year in Reading. Um, and so it, this has been a funny year for everyone. It's, we can't kind of not touch on that a little bit. And if you can think back to J- January when everything was normal, can can you remember what, you, what it was like when it was normal? Um, our first read of the year was Elizabeth is Missing by Emma Healy. And it, I think that's kind of a well-known book now. Um, it was It's based on um, a character called Maud who is living with dementia and she thinks that her best friend has gone missing. It's a lovely little read um, and our book club really enjoyed it. Oh, it was made into a TV show for the BBC, I think, as well, around about the same time as what we read it. It's a fantastic little read, and it's kind of a bit of a mystery as as it's going on. Maud's trying to kind of investigate what's happened to her, her friend, um, and nobody kind of really takes her too seriously because she does have dementia, and there's kind of a lot of kind of things happening in the background and things like that. So it's a really interesting little read. Um, we would definitely recommend you have a wee look at that if you haven't read it already. Like I say, it has been out for a while, so a lot of people have read it, but it's definitely a fantastic read. Very much worth a look if you haven't if you haven't already. In February, we decided to have a kind of tie in with our Love Life Love Libraries um, event that we were running. And so we kind of focused on a health title for that. And the health title that we looked at was Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt Haig. Um, it's a kind of self-help book in a way. It's a kind of, it's, it's Matt's kind of own story about his battles with mental health issues and things like that. And I really like Matt Haig's books. Um, he writes both non-fiction and fiction books. And I have yet to read one that I have been disappointed with. Um, and this was no different. Um, I think this was kind of probably what he's best known for at that point. Um, however, he has subsequently released the Midnight Library, which has done extremely well. Um, so probably that might be kind of what people know him best for now. But um, reason to stay alive. It, it's a, it's a lovely way to kind of write about it. Um, it can goes chapter by chapter, little kind of insights into his ways of thinking. It's not like a prescription as to how to solve your mental health. It's very much his personal story. and But I think people can relate to it very well and it's very, very well thought after. So it's definitely worth a look if you haven't read that too already. Brilliant, brilliant book. Definitely worth a look. Um, for March, we decided to take a little dip into... Mythology. Um, we went with Circa by Madeline Miller. Um, Circa is um, a kind of trip into Greek mythology. She is a, a daughter of one of the Titans, I think it is, um, and she is, is outcast um, for things that happen and she kind of has to live on her own. But 
but it's a, it's a fantastic kind of story. And what I loved about Circa was I'm not an expert on on mythology by any means, um, but um, there was little hints to things that I did recognise. Um, characters came into it and were mentioned briefly and things like that, just names that I recognised from like kind of high school and things. And it was really lovely to kind of just have that little kind of hint of something that I recognised as I was reading through the story too. Um, it's a it's a brilliant story, and I would again highly recommend having a look at that if you are into that kind of sort of historical mythical kind of fiction. If you if you're kind of into that, it's definitely worth a read as well. So have a wee look at that too. After that, we. Um, I think I think this is the point where we really kind of hit lockdown at this point, and we started to kind of then use the Box campaign titles as a real focus for for our books going forward from that point. Um, and the first one we we looked at for April was a book called Sal by Mick Kitson, and it is set in um, the, the, in Scotland, um, in rural Scotland, and the character and what I loved about this book was. That the the two main characters in the book, um, Sal is one, um, and her little sister. The relationship that they have in this book is fantastic. Basically, there's something can terrible happens to them, and they can go sort of on the run, um, and decide to go and live in the wild on their own, um, and and kind of rural Scotland and kind of survive in the kind of wild. Um, while things are going on, um, it's a it's a fantastic story, that, and it is very much the kind of relationship that she has with her sister that's the driving force behind the story. Um, how they kind of how they kind of basically do survive in that kind of landscape, it's fantastic, and um and but it's also got the kind of darker side of what's happened to them in the past and things like that. So, so it's it's kind of a very interesting read and definitely worth a look if you get a chance. Um, and of course it's set in Scotland, which is always a a bonus for um any kind of book for our kind of readers. For um me. We went back to Matt Haig, but this time it was for a fiction book, and it was his book How to Stop Time. Um, again, I have to admit I love this book. Um, it features a character Tom Hazard, um, and the interesting thing about Tom Hazard is that he has lived a long, long time. He has got a condition that means that kind of for one like one year of sort of a ordinary person, if you like, lives. He lives 10 years. So um, so he's lived for a long, long time in comparison to kind of a sort of regular human, if you like. And he, um, because of that, he's lived through various points in history and he kind of has to reinvent himself every so often because people start to notice that he's not ageing. And so he kind of changes his life, and and it's a kind of there's there's kind of you see various parts of his life as, as the story goes on, and you you see that he um, struggles with sort of some of the basic instincts in life, like falling in love. Um, he he's, he's had that problem in the past. He's he's fell in love, but obviously the person he's fallen in love with doesn't age. Uh, so it does age, and he doesn't. Um, and there's a kind of the problems that, that arise from that. And so it's, it's a good kind of mystery story as well, because there's a kind of secret society sort of almost that, that of all the people who have this condition and, and he kind of gets involved with that. But it's, 
maybe not quite so nice as what they make out. And there's like an ulterior motive behind some of that as well. So it's definitely, again, a fantastic read to have a look at. Um, and um, around this, the same time, on a side note, I did read Midnight Library as well. And that is a fantastic read. Aside from the, the book club reads, that was a brilliant book. So, so definitely worth a look. I can I can, can happily see that I am a bit of a, a Matt Haig super fan, I think. For June, we went on to um, Ambrose Parry's The Way of All Flesh. Again, set in Scotland, because it was set in Edinburgh. And it features a character called Will Raven. He is a medical student and he goes to work for... Dr. Simpson, who actually historically as a, was a real person. Um, and again, one of the things that I loved about this story was that there are little hints to real events in history that, that um, Ambrose Parry does touch on. Ambrose Parry is, of course, Chris Bayer and his wife writing as a kind of dual writer. Um, and it's a fantastic story. Um, there is also a sequel to this one as well, um, which the name escapes me right now, but Google it and you'll find it for sure. Um, and basically there's a, a murder on the loose and Bill Raven kind of finds this out um, and they start to kind of investigate it a little bit and they they get involved in the kind of the mystery of it all and and ha- and the, the other character in the book um, Sarah who is uh, Dr Simpson's um, housemate and the two of them have a, a great little relationship um, there's kind of almost hints of uh, of well there is hints of of kind of a, a kind of love hate type thing going on at certain points in it um, and they are the kind of main focus of this whole story and it's great to kind of see their relationship develop and and also how they get drawn into trying to discover who the, the, the sort of murderer is that's on the streets of Edinburgh and how they, they ultimately it all comes to a conclusion in the very end um, and, it, and it's got a fantastic ending I, I actually really love the ending in this book it's, it's almost a uh, not intentionally, I don't think, but it's almost a hint of humour in it. I think I, I love the way that it ends, but um, definitely again, have a look at that. It's a fantastic read. You will fall in love with it for sure. Um, around um, July time, um, we took our online book clubs to not just Facebook, but we also started a, a Twitter book club, which was mirroring the Facebook club reads. Um, and we were using hashtag let's read NL for that. So the next set of books we used on both our Facebook book club and also for the hashtag let's read NL as well. <clears throat> um, and so the first one that we went for with that was Amy Liptrot's The Outrun, um, which is a non-fiction title. Um, we kind of haven't done too many non-fiction titles with the book club, um, uh, but this was this was one we kind of dipped into, and um, again, it's 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 a kind of memoir of, of Amy Liptrot. Um, she, she is from Orkney originally. She moved to London and she um, got kind of fell into the kind of the problems of sort of alcoholism and had a few kind of mental health problems and things like that in her life during that. And she moves back to Orkney and this this book is really about her story about how she fell into that that um, trap of, of that kind of lifestyle and um and also how that affected her mental health. 
and then moving back to Orkney to get herself kind of back on track and, and things. And it's and it's the the descriptions of Orkney in this book are so vivid. It's it's a lovely, lovely kind of little hints at to how the landscape and the, the kind of isolation of of the way of life in Orkney and things like that sort of stuff is is a important book from from both points of the kind of mental health aspect of it and the battle with addiction um and also just that kind of that beautiful description of Orkney as a as a place to kind of visit and and see um it did win awards as as well um it won the Penn Ackerley Prize and things like that too so it's definitely a very good book to have a look at and and check out if you haven't done so already especially if non-fiction is your thing um that may be kind of worth a, a look at some point now for August we moved on to The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefferty. Lefferty? I think her name is. Um, I can never know how to pronounce it. Um, but um, but certainly The Beekeeper of Aleppo is a fantastic book for sure. Um, it's quite... Uh, can be quite harrowing at times. Um, it's basically the journey of a, a couple going from Aleppo to... Um, trying to get from there to London, um, basically as refugees, and and the struggle that they have to go through to get there. Um, they have had a very difficult life up to that point, and it doesn't really get any easier for them as as they travel from there to London. Um, they have um, different experiences with kind of smugglers trying to get them across oceans and things like that. The kind of the the life that they have to kind of live for a while to in their their fight to get across to London, and even whenever they manage to kind of start getting there, um, there's still the kind of struggles of of their past about how that affects them and and it's and how the the struggles that they've had kind of really make a big impact on their life, um despite the fact that their maybe their living conditions do improve. So it's it's a it can be a hard read at times, but it's but it's definitely quite an important read and very, very interesting as well. So I would say it's a it's a great book to have a look at and and it is kind of filled with courage and filled with hope and you kinda of really root for them to kinda of make it there in the very end up and it's it's definitely kind of one to have a look at if you're kind of interested in that. Now, for September, <clears throat> uh, we picked a book called Are You Sleeping by Kathleen Barber. Um, I believe this book has actually been made into a TV show as well um, on one of the kind of various subscription channels that you can get. And I thought this was a very interesting book because of the premise of it, it's based on a podcast, um, which is kind of interesting for what we, what we're doing right now. Um, and basically it's, um, the podcast is a, a podcast about a kind of real life crime. Um, and it brings back to, back to life, if you like, the, the, um, media for a about what happened in this for this murder that had been committed and how that then starts to affect the family that that were left behind by the murder um and 
it's it's the it's interspersed so you kind of see the story um and then you see the kind of podcast transcripts and then there's little hints of various kind of modern life if you like with things like there's tweets kind of shown in it and um reddit posts and things like that sort of stuff that are kind of transcribed in the book as well. And I just liked the way that that was kind of a different, a slight different take on how to kind of do this traditional storytelling of a crime story. Um, and and it's because it, people do do those kind of things now. There is podcasts out there that do look at kind of real crimes that have happened. And, and so this kind of is a kind of fictional version of those the real podcasts that are actually out there. And it's a really interesting story that kind of develops from that, and that, and it's sort of it's a kind of is the real person really behind the bars for this crime, and will the podcast host kind of dig up the truth about what's actually happened? So you do have to read it to find out if that's the case, and it was an interesting read, um, and. And for any crime fan, I think they'll enjoy that one and definitely worth a look. Now, for October, we're almost back up to to now. Um, We can dip into a little bit of um, a dystopian future, um, which was based in Scotland again. It was a book called My Name is Monster by Katie Hale. And... Basically, um, maybe a little bit too true to life at the moment, there um, was a virus that has of had a much worse effect than what the coronavirus has had and has wiped out much of the population. And the main um, character in the story sort of believes that she's poss- potentially the only human left. Um, and but it's a book of two of two halves because she does discover that there is somebody else, and so the second half of the book is from the point of view of the other person, um, and it starts off the story is very much about the isolation of thinking that you're the only person left, and then the second half of the story is about that kind of developing a relationship when I really didn't really think there was one to be had anymore, and. Um, and how the two of them have different points of view about things and how much they can end up really depending on each other quite heavily and and needing that kind of um, human interaction with each other. So it is a very good book um, and worth a read if dystopian fiction, dystopian fiction sorry, is your thing. So definitely have a wee look at that if you do think that's, that that's your kind of thing. For November, which has just obviously ended at this point, um, we went for a little bit of a thriller and we went with The Catch by T.M. Logan. Now, T.M. Logan books have been doing very well on our Bora Box service, so I was very much looking forward to kind of reading this one. Um, I hadn't read any of his books before, and but like I say, they have been very popular on our Bora Box service, so these titles had caught my eye a little bit, and whenever this became available as one of our always available titles, I thought this is going to be perfect for the book group. I think a lot of people will like this one, and we went for it, and the book is... It is a good page turner, in my opinion. It caught me very early on, um, and it had me reading all the way through quite, um, quite kind of consistently. And basically, the storyline is that um, 
there's a daughter in the story who brings her boyfriend home to meet the family. Um, she's been seeing him for quite a while, but the family have never met him. And so this is the first meeting of the boyfriend and the family. And the dad instantly just thinks there's something wrong about him. There, he is not telling the truth. He's hiding something. He's just too good to be true. All that kind of stuff. And so what does the dad do about it? He discovers he doesn't have a long time to find out if there's something behind him and um, has to kind of help his daughter and get make sure that he, she, she's not kind of falling under the, the spell, if you like, of someone who is not quite the right person for her. So he then begins to investigate more about him. The lengths that he goes to for that are quite incredible um, and maybe sometimes a little bit unbelievable, but at the end of the day, it is a crime story. It's a crime, crime thriller story. And so you only do a little bit of creative license for that. And he does kind of go through things like um, private investigators and things like that to kind of find out a little bit more about him. And it's a fantastic thriller. You will enjoy it. The the, bad, the sort of potential baddie, if you like, um, the boyfriend is a really good character. The, the dad... I do kind of feel sorry for him as you read it, um, and because people just don't believe him. The daughter obviously is madly in love with her boyfriend, and is kind of like, "Dad, you need to give him a chance." The the dad's wife, the mum, is also kind of like, "You're going to push your daughter away if you don't stop this," and he's like, "But I know there's something not right about this, and I need to do something about it." So it's very interesting the kind of. The, how things develop, how it kind of puts strain on his relationships with everybody in his family and ultimately you find out at the end what happens. So it's a de- definitely a great thriller reader, a thrill, thrill read for for you if you do kind of like that sort of thing. So that's what we've been reading so far this year and um, we have just announced our December title which is The Curious Heart of Ilsa Ray, um, and that is by Stephanie Butland, and that has been described as perfect for people who like Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, and The Curious Heart of Ilsa Ray is about, um, the character is learning how to live again, basically. She's just had a heart transplant, which has basically saved her life. And there's various things going on in her life that you, you think, I haven't went through that, she may um, could have a new lease of life. But there's various things that are happening um, with like her relationship with her mum and she wanting to find her dad. Um, there's kind of some friends that have kind of come, come and gone. Um, and then there's also, there's, there's also a boy <coughs> and... Um, involved in that as well and so basically she's having to kind of learn to to live again and and there's a, the kind of story behind that haven't read it yet obviously myself so i'm looking forward to that um it's a bit of a kind of nice light-hearted read for for december in comparison to something like maybe the catch or um the my name is monster so kind of hopefully hoping that'll kind of be a nice little kind of round off for the year and a nice light-hearted one and the book club have recently kind of taken part in a book week scotland event which the the to find what has been our favorite read over the two years and the winner was eleanor often is completely fine so i'm hoping this one's going to be a bit of a favorite too 
we'll have to kind of wait and see, I suppose. Um, but that's kind of all about the group that we've got. Um, I would love for anyone who's interested to come and join the group. If you search on Facebook for Culture and Libraries Book Group, you'll find it and you can join. And if you're interested in the Twitter Book Club, um, if you just look for the hashtag, hashtag Let's Read NL, you'll find out more about how to get involved with that as well. Um, and also, obviously, all the information is on the Culture NL website as well. So you can have a look there too. So that's all for me, guys. This is the last episode in the the series for the podcast at the moment. We will be back next year with more episodes of the podcast. So do look out for that. As always, you can also leave some feedback on the podcast by using the hashtag FLB podcast or by using the email address librarypodcast at culturenail.co.uk but that's all for me guys i'd just like to throw as well a last little bit of a thanks for all of the authors that were involved in season two of the podcast it was great having you guys on there and i hope that all the listeners out there have enjoyed it too so that's all for me guys bye bye for now bye bye